Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at bbmglobalnetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Let's Make Life Happen with author and host Dr. Eva Shaw is a show that will help you understand about self-sabotage behavior that has caused patterns in relationships, career, financial stress, and health. The Let's Make Life Happen approach is one that intertwines with solution-focused and cognitive behavioral therapy. So please welcome the host of Let's Make Life Happen, Dr. Eva Shaw. to the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio with your host, and that's me, Dr. Eva Shaw, and let's make life happen. Today, I'm talking with you about love and marriage. This is the second time that I've come forward with this topic because I believe that it's one that a lot of people are interested in. I want you to know my website address because that's where you can go to find information. And it's www.makelifehappenfo. I want to thank you for joining me today. I, I invite you to uh, call in. I invite you to um, email me with your questions and your comments. My email address is eshaw at makelifehappen.info. So it's .info. So my mission always for the show is that I want to be the person who makes your exception, your good day exceptional, and I want to help turn your bad day, if you happen to have a bad day, into a great learning experience. I want you to be able to say that my life has changed since I met Eva, and let's make life happen. So let's go forward today and see what we can learn and see uh, what, we, um, what we can just talk about. So I always focus on self-sabotage behaviors and self-sabotage patterns. And a definition of self-sabotage is being able to raise your deserve level or our deserve level and changing our beliefs about ourself. 
So if we don't have very good belief about ourselves, we're going to self-sabotage or we're going to trip ourselves up in life. So a little bit about my service. I want to tell you that before we go forward. Um, I have a newly published book and it's called The Butterfly Flies. And in a minute, I'm going to read you a couple of reviews that have come in. Uh, The book hasn't been out very long, and so reviews are just starting to come in, and I brought a couple that I thought you might be interested in, and I'll, I'll just read those to you in a minute or two. Again, my website is www.makelifehappen.info, and I have on my website many things, but you can book an appointment time with me. And the appointment times are, yes, in office, if you're near enough to where I am to be in an office client. But you can also have video, you can have messaging, you can have um, telephone counseling appointments with me as well. So anywhere that you are, you can really contact and meet with me. I found that um, being able to have video appointments and telephone appointments through the years, I've found that many people can access who maybe they're in the rural area or they have really busy schedules as we all do, or maybe have medical conditions and can't get out of the house easily. And new moms, I've had a a mom that had triplets once and she really found it hard to get out to appointments and so I telephone called with her for I think about three months and it was really good for her. And for me, I got to hear the joys of of being a new mother with triplets, which was quite interesting story, I'll tell you. So just to um, go back to my book, instead of me telling you about the book, I'm just going to read you these couple of reviews. So Bob says, I read Eva Shaw's book, The Butterfly Flies. As both a retiree from 35 years' experience in human services and one who continues to engage in books written about real-life struggles, Eva writes with passionate personal self-awareness of her own experience, which is both courageous and critical to anyone having gone through or presently suffering from both physical, in her case, diabetes, and mental abusive issues her honest and bold exposure is commendable what is refreshing is that eva provides a way out of her plight through her own perseverance patience hope and faith she not only rose above her own situation but is now committed to the betterment of others by her work and persistent reconciliation this book is a guiding and a shining light to all those who are or have experienced similar circumstances. The Butterfly Flies is a highly recommended read. Signed, Bob. And then another one that is shorter. (laughs) Uh, This is from Donna. The Butterfly Flies is a true testament of strength, courage, and enduring faith. Eva speaks of her life experiences that have affected far too many others. I highly recommend this book and look forward to Eva's future writings on the ever-present struggles yet successes within the human condition. Excellent. And that was written in by 
from Donna. So thank you both to Bob and Donna for those this morning. And I hope for those of you who are listening to this, that gives you a little bit of an insight as to what my book is about and how it is affecting other people. So this morning we are talking about love and marriage and basically communication. Um, And I'm going to be bringing in some parts to do with sex and intimacy as well. So just a little bit to get started. Um, In the Bible, there is a few verses to do with marriage that I just absolutely love. And so in the Song of Solomon... And this isn't quoted. I'm putting it into my own words. But it's uh, it comes from chapter 4 and verse uh, 1 to 15. So this is what really marriage should be like. You have stolen my heart, my bride. You have stolen my heart with one glance of your eyes. How delightful is your love, my bride. How much more pleasing is your love than wine and the fragrance of your perfume more than any spice? Your lips drop sweetness as a honeycomb, my bride. Milk and honey are under your tongue. The fragrance of your garment is a beautiful fragrance. And then there's much more in that passage. But I just really, really like that. It's very, um, certainly very sweet as far as how a groom would see his bride and of course it's in the older language and so it just comes forward in a beautiful way so what is marriage everybody would probably have a different definition this is mine So marriage isn't something you get, it's something you do. It is the way you love your partner every day. Many times people spend a lot more time planning their wedding than they do planning their marriage. The engagement period is supposed to be about planning the marriage. So we are live from the BBM Global Network and Tune In Radio, and I am Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen, and I'll be right back. Essential Nutrients, LLC is the brainchild of entrepreneur Barbara Burns. Inspired by a desire to help others, Barbara worked with a team of scientists to develop unique nutritional liquid supplements with the goal to improve the quality of your life. Glucosamine, zinc, and calcium are essential to well-being, and this is the focus of Essential Nutrients, LLC. Whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, student, business owner, or homemaker, Essential Nutrients offers products for everyone, including the family pet. And they're easy to take, no pills. Health requires commitment, exercise, a good diet, proper supplementation, and action. So take action today and get your supply of essential liquid nutrients by visiting www.essential-liquids.com. Don't put off your health any longer. Take essential products today and start to measure the difference. 
Unleash the obstacles that bind you with certified professional coach Joanne Charette, a master practitioner in energy leadership. Joanne can help you break through personal and professional barriers and guide you to a higher level of empowerment and fulfillment. Passionate and dedicated, Joanne engages with her clients on a mutual journey. Her dynamic energy will motivate you to move forward as you partner on a venture to greater results. Isn't it time to make a breakthrough and commit to live the life you deserve? Invest in yourself and let Joanne Charette be the catalyst to the realization of your dreams by making them a reality. Based in Quebec, Canada, Joanne is also a space coach using social media and Skype to work with anyone, anywhere around the world. Contact Joanne Charette today at 819-360-3266 or email her at actionrealization at live.ca. 819-360-3266. Now is your time. You are listening to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And so um, this morning we're talking about love and marriage. And it's a really interesting topic, and probably I could do several weeks on this topic for sure. I am a relationship specialist, and so I uh, work with people in the workplace um, to do with relationships. And I also do a lot of marriage counseling and have done a lot of study in these areas. And so two of the books that I want to tell you about right now, that are excellent books I don't I promote books to people in my office all of the time I get no cut on money or anything like that it's because I like the books and because I use the information from those books I don't always know the authors sometimes I do Um, but two books that are really great communication books to do with marriage the first one is One that most people, I think, know about now, it's been around for quite a while, it's called The Five Love Languages, and it's by Gary Chapman. And I'm going to talk about the love languages here in just a second. But the other book that I work very closely with my clients with is called The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work, and that's by John Gottman. And I have, they have a, uh, an institute, I guess it's called, in Seattle. And I've taken a lot of their courses and so on. I haven't gone through to be certified, but that's okay. I've done a lot of, of work in other areas with other um, programs as well, as well as being in marriage counseling for many, many years. But I do really like John Gottman and his wife is works with him. And their work is just phenomenal. And so the book, again, is The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. So back to the love languages. This is by John Chapman. And I like to have people read the book and then do the the uh, assessment, the little self-assessment that's in the back of his book, because that way you can find out what your five love languages are 
and you can put them into numbers of the first one is your primary and then the second one is your secondary which are the two most important ones for you and then uh, of course three four and five to follow all the love languages need to be used in a relationship the thing about finding out what the primary and secondary love language is, is that that is how you feel loved. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality time. And so... If you like to be affirmed with words yourself, then you, your partner needs to know that, that that's how you feel loved. So if your partner is doing acts of service for you, that's wonderful, but you won't feel loved if you aren't getting words of affirmation from him or her. So what's important about the love languages is that you learn your own, but that you also learn your partner's, and then you love your partner with your partner's love language. You would be surprised how much I teach this. I teach it all of the time because we tend to want to love somebody else the way we feel loved. And that just doesn't work because it's not correct. So sit down with your spouse and both of you do the assessment and figure out your primary and secondary love language. And when you know this, then you can love your partner with quality. You must love a partner with their love language, not yours. And so once again, the love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts, and quality time. That is a snapshot of what love languages are. Uh, I could, again, many, many seminars have been done around the love language exercise. I mentioned it last week when I was talking about teenagers and parenting teenagers because we need to know our children's love language as well. And I think Gary Chapman's last book was on love languages in the workplace. So if you know your peers' love language, then you know how to relate to them and communicate to them so that they understand that they're appreciated. So I'm going to be talking to you about two different houses and that is house, H-O-U-S-E. And there's two because I have one that I have developed myself and that I call the, the love house. And there is another one that John Gottman has developed and it's called um, the sound relationship house. A house in my mind uh, the way that I use it always represents either a person or a relationship. Now, the sound relationship house is something that is very, very detailed. And when I do detailed marriage counseling work with uh, a, a detailed assessment, it's all around the relationship house. And 
and the relationship house has got um, two sides to it. One is trust, and the other one is commitment. Now, when I say sides to it, you know what a wall of a house is, an outside wall of a house. Well, that's what I'm talking about. So one outside wall of the house is trust, and the other one is commitment. And that's what holds the house up. So trust is believing that your partner has your back and your best interests at heart. Did you know that that's what trust is? That's what it is. It's believing that the other person has your back and has your best interests at heart. It's, you don't have to get all all detailed about what trust is. That's it in a nutshell. The other one is commitment. And so what commitment is, is believing that your relationship is your lifelong journey. It's not just a day or two or a moment or two or whatever. You have committed to be in this relationship and believing that it is your lifelong journey. That's what commitment is. Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia Daly Life is a renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daly Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com. Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and we are live. So, the Relationship House is what I'm talking about this morning. And I talked a little bit about trust, and I've told you the definition of that. So that's believing that your partner has, your partner has your back. And commitment is believing that your relationship is your lifelong journey. And then on the inside of the relationship house, there's five different levels. First is know the other person's world. You've got to know who you're in love with and who you're walking this uh, life journey with. And so you've got to know their world. You've got to know a lot about them. Um, and so you've got to do a lot of sharing. And that's called building love maps. So it's it's enjoying the other person, really. And then sharing fondness and admiration as well. And that explains itself really it's about affection and respect i always say that um 
the two, and I'll be saying this later again, the two initials in a marriage, one is F, so the big F word in marriage is forgiveness, and the R is the other one, and so the big R in marriage is respect. And so sharing fondness and admiration feeds into those things. And then turning towards each other instead of away from each other. So when things get really, really bad in the marriage, there's going to be times that are up. There's going to be times when there's down. And things don't always stay on that romantic high. And so when, when you have a conflict then instead of turning away from that person, turn toward them. And I mean in a physical way, and I mean in an emotional way. Try and not close down and go away. Try and move towards them. The positive perspective is a positive approach to um, problem solving and repairing so if you've had a conflict, then you need to do some repair work probably afterwards. And so that's the positive perspective. And then ma managing the conflict. So managing means accepting your partner's influence and di dialoguing about problems and practicing self-soothing. And then the last two are making life dreams come true for each other. So you have to know your partner's dreams and you have to help that partner achieve their dreams. And the same comes back to you from your partner. And the last one is creating shared meaning. And so understanding shared visions and narratives so language so understanding each other's language and you know that's more difficult than it sounds because in a relationship if it's male and female you don't know how to talk a female doesn't know how to talk male language and a male doesn't know how to talk female language unless you learn our brains work differently and so you have to learn what words mean to the other person, what expressions mean to the other person. And these things come through studying each other. Um, I think you've probably heard the reflection in the mirror comes back at you. Well, yeah, it does. And you have to learn the difference and how your partner talks, feels, thinks, and all of those things. These are some of the challenges that there are in marriage. So there is the next thing that I want to talk to you about is intimacy and sex, which is maybe why you've tuned in today, because that's how I announced it last week. That we would be talking about intimacy and sex, and they are not the same thing. You may think that they are, and many people do think that they are, but they're different. So intimacy is close friendship, it's closeness, it's togetherness, it's affection, it's belonging, it's familiarity, it's being inseparable, it's warmth, it's emotional closeness, and it brings confidence. You can have intimacy 
without having sex. So let's say that you have a, a, a woman as a best girlfriend. That can be a very intimate relationship, the two of them, without, of course, having sex. And so when you think of, of that, you can be intimate in different relationships. We don't always have intimacy um, with sex. One can be without the other. But sex within marriage is the act of lovemaking. So lovemaking is the acting out of intimacy in a marriage. The physical joining together of two people. So lovemaking is an act between two married people. And in that relationship, one knows that those special times are reserved only for them. No one else in the whole world is privy to that experience. It is private for that relationship only. So it's very, very, very special, very unique, and very intimate. And all communication has to do with sex and intimacy. Sex and intimacy are not isolated within themselves. So remember that? All communication. Communication has to do with sex and intimacy in a relationship and a marriage. Sex and intimacy are not isolated within themselves. Sometimes I think that I need to repeat things because some of these concepts kind of can come and go. And I try to talk clearly and smoothly and as slowly as, as possible so that these ideas can come across. And so I do repeat myself a lot. And I've learned to do that when I'm teaching because everyone learns in a different way. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the house of love. And this is my, uh, hmm, the way that I have learned to describe the, uh, what love is about. And so in this illustration, the house represents, again, your relationship and love in your relationship. And it's a, it has a foundation. This one I like to talk about the foundation live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and I'll be right back. Abuse happens every moment of every day. According to national statistics in the United States, every two minutes, someone is sexually assaulted, and every 10 minutes, a report of child abuse is made. Those currently struggling with abuse, or if you know someone who has been the victim of abuse, you are not alone. Whether physical, mental, emotional, or sexual, know there is hope, there is help, there is healing. Author Tammy Hall has written a book from her own account of abuse called Journey of Courage that can guide you through your own personal journey of healing. Stop struggling through life. It's your story. It's your healing. And it can begin with the first turn of the page. Visit www.journeyofcourage.com to begin your path to becoming the person you were ultimately created to be. Healed. Hopeful. Happy. Horses, mystical, present, past, and future, all in one. Wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. 
Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. Coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, you are listening to Let's Make Life Happen with your host, myself, Dr. Eva Shaw. So we're talking today about love and marriage. I was telling you um, about the house of love. We talked a little bit um, about the relationship house, it's John Gottman's uh, picture. And now the house of love is my picture that I use very often with people because it's really a simple, simple uh, way to look at love in marriage. So if you picture um, a house, so one that has bricks on it, I was born and raised in Ontario, and most houses there have bricks. And so, of course, my illustration has bricks in it. Um, we have to think of having a foundation and then a house with bricks, and then we have the roof. And then up in the sky, there's a cloud up there, but that's not a sad cloud. That's a sun cloud. So let's start at the foundation of this house. The foundation of the love house is where all of your memories are stored. <clears throat> and those memories are things like the day you got married, when you met, the different gifts maybe that were given to each of you from each other, um, maybe parties, things that you attended, of course, the birth of your children, if you have children, anniversaries, family times, those kinds of things are stored in the foundation of the house. That is what keeps this house wrong. So what I mean by that is that when things get a bit tough in the relationship, because things happen, there's, there's um, you know, Possibly a family member might pass away. Maybe um, somebody gets in an accident. Maybe there's a fight about something. Maybe financial difficulties. All kinds of different things that happen in a relationship. And so when that happens and people start to feel like they're pulling away from their partner, they have to look to the foundation of the relationship which is love, which are the memories that I just talked about. So your dreams and the unique things in this relationship, you got to run there really fast. And then when you think about the bricks of this house, there's many bricks that make up a house. 
<laughs> and the ones that I mention in my teaching, there's many others that we could put in, but bricks of the house are like loyalty, respect, communication, fondness, managing conflict, dreams, sharing, intimacy, sex, children, parenting, health. Those kinds of things are the bricks in this house. And then when we come up further than that, there is a covering on a house. There's always a roof on the house. And that covering is different in every relationship. Um, because I'm a person of faith, that covering would be faith. But for you, it would be whatever it is that gives the relationship strength. So it might be family. It might be extended family. It could be whatever is really strengthening your relationship. The other thing that we that I talked about at first was that cloud in the sky. And people always look at me kind of funny when I say there's a cloud in the sky. Well, there is, and it's not a sad cloud. It's a sun cloud. You know how when you look up and you see those white clouds and the sun is shining brightly and there's no sign of rain or snow or any of those things? That's the kind of cloud that I'm meaning. And that is the cloud of romance. So that is love as well. So we have the foundational love and we have the, the romantic cloud that is romance. And that romantic love is what keeps the relationship exciting. You have to keep romance in your relationship. Don't lose that. And the other love at the in the foundation of this house is the what really keeps it strong. So you've got the excitement in the cloud in the sky, and you've got the foundation, which is the strength of love in the relationship. So if you really look at this, you're covered in two ways with love in a marital relationship. And so that's my picture of the house of love. And I always, I use it when I do relationship counseling and I tweak it and I make it fit the relationship, of course. But this morning I'm talking about marriage and love. And so that's the way that it looks in that uh, situation. So next I'm going to move into areas of conflict because when people come in to talk to me, they always start out by saying there's communication issues in our relationship. Well, okay, yeah, communication takes in a whole lot of things. Um, it, it's not just about talking. And so with um, one, of, one of the things I do first is I figure out with them what that means. What does the word communication mean that you're having problems in that area? And the top areas are, of course, finances, communication, um, sex, and usually children. Those are about the top ones that uh, come in to, uh, that I have noticed at least. And so this morning I wanted to bring forward a little bit about conflict. And so 
When when we talk about conflict, conflict in a relationship can be very good. And that usually surprises people because conflict doesn't sound like it's good. But if you know how to work with conflict and you know how to talk properly and know how to respect the other person and know how to be assertive instead of aggressive, then conflict can come out on the other end as a huge strength in the relationship. It does not have to be something that tears each other down. Even if you come out with knowing that you don't agree because two people are not always going to agree and that's okay. If you don't agree, you just agree to to disagree, basically, and uh, hopefully you come out with a hug on the other on the, the other side, rather than uh, a lot of hurt and pain that you're going to carry forward. And so, right now, I'm coming to you live from the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and you are listening to "Let's Make Life Happen" with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and I'll be right back. My Dreams, My Challenges, and Joys is an inspiring book by author Linda Genazzo. This real-life account of raising a child with autism from birth to adulthood takes you on a journey of compassion, love, and hope as it tells the incredible story of a devoted family and their beloved daughter. Together, they faced adversity and never stopped believing they would find the help they were seeking. A breast cancer survivor, Linda Genazzo has a giving heart. With a background in social work with the mentally ill and the homeless, Linda continues to help families in her community. And her book, My Dreams, My Challenges and Joys, brings greater awareness to autism and those families in need. To purchase your copy, visit www.lindagenazzo.com. It's also available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Don't delay. Get your copy today. Jenny Friend is a licensed marriage and family therapist and a certified clinical sexologist, commonly known as a sex therapist, with over 30 years of experience in the field of sexuality. She's been a researcher and teacher and is further trained in human development over the lifespan. She's also a published author and a radio personality. Her specialized training in lifespan developments means she can help individuals, couples, and families through difficult developmental phases. Her primary ways of working are through the tools of cognitive, behavioral, and psychoenergetics theories and techniques. Couples, individual men and women, and families are also welcome. She can meet in her office in Costa Mesa, California, or on the internet through Skype at Jenny Friend MFT. Call 714-210-9200. You can also send an email from her website at www.centerforclarity.org. That phone number again is 714-210-9200. This is Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. So we're talking about love and marriage this morning, and I've gotten us to the place of where we're going to talk a little bit about conflict because that's one of the things that people talk a lot about in my office in fact you know lots of times people don't come into my office until one foot is in the lawyer's office and the other foot is in my office and I find that really sad because when issues and problems come up in a relationship sometimes a third party who's not family or friends can really, really help. Um, just because 
you know, a counselor's not biased or not supposed to be biased. And so conflict often brings a person into my office. And I don't have a lot of time this morning to talk in detail about it. But one of the things that um, John Gottman talks about is deleting the four horsemen. And he calls them the four horsemen. And what does that mean? Well, it means do not use unconstructive criticism. You can use criticism, but it has to be constructive, and you have to know what that means. And so the opposite of that is being very gentle. You have to be gentle rather than be critical. The second one, second horseman that he notes is defensiveness. Yeah, lots of times people come into my office and they're defensive about everything. And that means that they're not taking responsibility for themselves. Lots of times people come into my office and all they want to do is talk about what's wrong with the other person. That doesn't work if you're wanting to mend things and make things better. You have to look at yourself. And both people have to look at themselves and then look at the relationship. The defensiveness comes under the shame and blame part, and people like to blame the other person always. Third one is contempt, and contempt is, as far as I'm concerned, is probably number one for divorce. Contempt is when someone else talks down about their partner. It's really a psychological and a mental kind of abuse. And um, it, it cannot be marriage. You cannot be contemptuous to your partner. You have to describe your own feelings and your own needs, yes, but you can't talk the other person down. You have married an adult who is equal to you. And so why do you want to put that person down? It's really about putting yourself down and it's showing your own insecurity. And number four, horsemen, again, I'm just giving you a nutshell of all of these, is stonewalling. And I have been myself in relationships where uh, my partner would get up and walk out. I would start trying to talk with regards to something that was really important to me and my partner would just get up and look at me and walk out the door that is one form of stonewalling which is saying you know it doesn't matter what you're saying to me I don't care go away and the other kind of stonewalling that I'll just say this other one thing is um, when a person shuts down shutting down is a way of protecting yourself yes but it's also a way of stonewalling, and it really does say to your partner that I don't care about what you're saying. So criticism, defensiveness, contemptuous talk, stonewalling are four things that have to be deleted because those four things will probably lead to divorce. They're not respectful. Now, there's I'm coming back to sex and communication so five thoughts about sex and communication so if you can't talk about it you shouldn't be doing it and people always laugh at me when I say this in my seminars and so on because if you can't talk about sex then you shouldn't be doing it well in marriage um, making love of course is 
the utmost, most wonderful thing that's just between two people. But if you can't talk about it, then you really shouldn't be doing it because it is the greatest communication there is. So you've got to be able to talk about it. Communication is about talking and listening, and it's a require, requirement for all sexual experiences. You and your spouse should be able to have kitchen table talk, as I call it, about sex. So kitchen table talk is exactly that. You sit at your kitchen table. It's an amazing, awesome place to do all kinds of different talking. And a couple should be able to sit down and talk about their sex life and how emotionally satisfying or not that it is and be able to improve their uh, sexual togetherness um, at the kitchen table before actually going to the bedroom. Awesome. So talking about sex means that you can give consent or you can deny it. And you can withdraw it. You can ask for what you want, and you can talk about what you like and what you don't like. So, <laughs> before, during, and after sex, talk about it. Plan it before, plan it during, use your imagination, and afterwards, then talk about the next time. These should be times that you're really building your relationship so that that house of love, that lots and lots of memories to do with these things, including your sex life, should be in that foundation of your marriage. And lastly, in this segment, I want to give you um, some points to consider. I know I'm going through this really, really quickly, but I hope you're able to pick up some things. This next part I want to go through, and I want to do it twice. I'm not sure I'm going to have time to do that, but that is my thought. So listen closely, because this is a bit of an assessment. These are the things that should be in your relationship. So if you are trying to figure out whether you should or should not be in a relationship, these are things to consider. There's 13 of them, so let's see how far I get. So, number one, is your relationship romantic and passionate? Number two, is my partner still verbally affectionate? Number three, do we touch each other a fair amount? Number four, my partner courts me sexually. So courts me sexually. Number five, we cuddle. Cuddling is an awesome way to communicate. We have tender and passionate moments. Our sex life is satisfying to us both. We are able to talk about sex together. And we generally want the same things sexually. We're going to take a break now. So this is Let's Make Life Happen with your host, Dr. Eva Shaw on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And I'll be right back. Are you stressed? Is your stress driving you crazy? Do you know there are many ways to relieve the stress? 
The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic does just that. Reduce your stress plus so much more. Established in 1997, the Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic offers an approach to wellness for those individuals who choose to either utilize appropriate complementary methods to enhance their current medical care or to those individuals who are on their personal journey toward improved health and wellness through the use of therapeutic bodywork, Reiki energy healing, or hypnosis. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic is owned by Dr. Judy Dean, a registered nurse and board-certified massage therapist and medical hypnotherapist in LaPorte, Indiana. Visit www.spiritwithinmassage-hypnosis.com to see all services offered by Dr. Judy. For a free personal consultation, please call Dr. Judy Dean at 219-326-1380. The Spirit Within Massage and Hypnosis Clinic, 219-326-1380. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. Coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, I am your host, Dr. Eva Shaw, and this is Let's Make Life Happen. So I'm talking to you today about uh, love and marriage, and I was just giving you a bit of an assessment for you to consider points to consider in your own relationship. I'm really quickly going to go through them again because there are 13 points and I didn't quite get finished. I'm going to start with one and just go quickly. So listen carefully. So number one, our relationship is romantic and passionate. Number two, my partner is still verbally affectionate. Number three, we do teach each other. We, whoops, sorry. (laughs) We do touch each other a fair amount. My partner courts me sexually. We cuddle. We have tender and passionate moments. Our sex life is satisfying to us both. We are able to talk about sex together. We generally want the same things sexually. My partner is still physically very affectionate towards me. I feel romantic about my partner. It is possible for me to refuse sex and have that be okay. And we are good sexual partners. So that's the 13 ways, points to consider about your relationship. And so in conclusion today, in our marriage, we have to have empathy, which is the ability to step into the shoes of the other person, aiming to understand their feelings and perspectives and to use Use that understanding to guide our actions. Remember, the F word in relationship is forgiveness and the R word is respect. These need to be utilized daily. 
if forgiveness isn't in the relationship, it won't last very long because people will be really hurt. They will shut down. They will lose their independence and their self-esteem will suffer. And defensiveness will enter and the blame game will begin. So the summary for today, marriage is about communicating with another. It's about the way you love your partner every day. We talked about the two houses, the relationship house and the love story house. Intimacy and sex are not the same thing. Conflict, delete the four horsemen. And what is the quality of sex and uh, sex, romance and passion in your relationship? Next week, my topic is going to be building the family and building career. How do we do that and make it successful? Remember, my Make Life Happen website is www.makelifehappen.info. And if you have questions or you want any handouts of the topics I write about, usually I can send them to you. Just request by title and which show you're referring to so I can understand the handout that you're meaning. Feel free to email me your questions and and comments because I keep them confidential. Remember my book, The Butterfly Flies. And... My quote for today is, can you say, honey, I'm happiest when I'm right next to you. So that's it for today. And I'm your host, Dr. Eva Shaw. And this is Let's Make Life Happen. We've been live on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. And goodbye till next week. been listening to let's make life happen with your host dr eva shaw to understand behavior and change your deserved level in life to achieve health happiness and fulfillment listen each week here on dr eva shaw's let's make life happen you've been listening to the bbm global network The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.